0: الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والسلام على الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وقل يقول التي هي أحسن وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Al-Hajj Al-Mabroor Laysa <laughs> Jaza Un-illal Janna Qaila wa ma birruha ya Rasulallah Qala it'aamu t'aamu ifshaa'u salamu wa toeybul kalam Awkama qala al-Nabi ya sallallahu alayhi wa salam. Most suspected, Othema Yair Kiram, brothers and elders
1: One very important thing is That we keep refreshing our intention, our niyat at the beginning of anything. Niyat, the word niyat in Arabic comes from the word nawat and nawat means the seed. The kind of seed there will be accordingly that kind of tree there will be. And likewise will be the type of fruit that will come on the tree. The seed is very healthy, the seed is very good then one can expect excellent fruit out of the tree. And if the seed, to start off with, if there's no seed, then there won't be any tree also, and no fruit we can think about. And if that seed is there, but it is not of the right quality, then also it's a problem. So first and foremost, it's important that we refresh this niyat, have the right seed. The First thing is, obviously, whatever we do solely for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala, and with the niyad that inshallah, Allah ta'ala grant us a tawfiq of making amal. On whatever will be spoken, whatever will be heard, Allah ta'ala grant the speaker, the listeners, the tawfiq of amal. This is the object and this is the purpose. In one hadith, Hazrat Amr ibn Absa radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he reports, he says, I came to Rasulullah sallallahu and I inquired of Nabi sallallahu that man had al Amr. That this deen you are calling towards, who has joined you on this? So Allah's Nabi Wasallam replied and said, Hurrun wa Now everything has a particular background, a context in which it is said, and there are very deep meanings behind everything in the context that it is said. In the time when deen was presented to the Arabs, there were these two very dear, clear distinctions between the free person and the slave. The free person was a person of high society, the slave was a nobody. And therefore when Nabi sallallahu alaihi Wasallam, Hazrat Amr ibn Absar asks him that, who joined you on this? Who is among your followers? So there were many ways in which this could have been express, expressed there were different classes of people already. But Nabi Slaasam said, free persons and slaves. In other words, this deen is for everybody. There is no somebody and nobody as far as deen is concerned. Deen is for everybody. And it makes no distinction on any of these bases. That what is the social standing of somebody? Is he a free person or a slave in that time and age? Or in this time and age, whether he is an industrialist or a street street sweeper, whether he is black or white, whether he is Arab or non-Arab, none of these things make any difference in terms of deen, embracing somebody. Deen is there for anyone and everyone. And this is not the basis to make any distinction. The only distinction is, akramakum In the court of Allah Ta'ala, that person is most respectable, honorable, noble, who has the greatest amount of taqwa. Otherwise, nothing else. So this is one very, very vital thing that we embrace every person in Deen. Otherwise, many a times, this kind of situation comes up that a person, he says that I tried to come closer to Deen, to Islam when I was searching, when I became a Muslim also. But I was like somebody who was a... On a lower rung of society, I am somebody who is inferior to the rest, and I was treated in a way that I don't belong to that level. So this is something which is totally alien to the culture of the Quran and Sunnah. So in any case, he asked Nabi Wasallam, "Who is with you?" Nabi Wasallam said, "Slaves and free people, anyone and everyone. The Zin is there to embrace everybody." Then the next question he asked Nabi Sallam, "That Mal Islam." Mal-Islam. What is Islam? Now for a while, let us... If somebody asks us this question, anybody asks this question, Mal-Islam, what is Islam? And there are many, many answers that can give, which will all be correct. In various different ways, the reality can be explained, which all will be correct. Obviously, it is provided, it is correct, provided it is from the Quran and Sunnah but allahs Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and here is a new person and he is asking this question Mal islam so what is the answer that he gets answer he gets tibul kalam wa it'amut ta'am you are asking about what is islam there are two very salient aspects of islam he was not asking about the literal definition this was a very simple society. It was hardly any person literate. They were not asking about which library shelf I'll find some book to read about Islam. Which has become the situation in this time and age that Islam by and large is on the shelf. So they were not asking about that, they were not even literate. They were asking about what is the reality of things. And what are the dictates of this Islam that you are calling towards? Where will we see it? So Allah's Nabi Islam replied two things. You don't know what is Islam? The salient aspects of Islam, طيب Kalam. Number one, talking sweet words. Subhanallah. Can we imagine, a new person came, and then crying about what is Islam? And the answer, talking sweet words. And feeding people. So then he asked the second question. Mal Iman. This was what is, what is Islam? Now he's gone one step above. Mal Iman. What is this Iman that you are inviting towards? Now again, we can now think of the various different ways in which we will explain to somebody. Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi is again explaining to somebody new. What does he explain as the answer to this? as sabru wa samaha You want to know what is iman? Iman is two salient characteristics of iman, which will be found in a mu'min. He's not asking about which shelf number, and which volume, and which page I'll find some write-up about, oh, in our time and age, what must I google to find? some discussion about what is iman no no he is asking about where i can see the reality of it where will i see this iman walking and talking where will i see this islam with my own eyes anywhere and everywhere i turn i will see it so the first answer in terms of islam was tibul kalam sweet words and feeding and mal iman what is iman a sabru was samaha patience, and samaha. Samaha. One meaning of samaha is to be kind, compassionate. Another meaning to be a very, to be having a very overlooking nature. Very easygoing, overlooking, not taking things to task, every little thing. Now, the aspect to consider is that these questions are of such a fundamental, of dealing with such fundamental issues. And the answer are things that we don't give any second thought to. If somebody says that the whole day I only spoke sweet words, I didn't speak one bitter word. So the chances are that he says it to somebody, they'll probably say to him, so what? If you only spoke sweet words, so what? Does anybody consider that he's done such a great amal? That he's done what Allah's Allah has given as the definition of Islam. If somebody says that he's performed the the whole night, everybody will be overawed. And indeed. But he says the whole day, 24 hours have passed, I didn't speak one bitter word. I've only spoken sweet words. So you might say, so what? Now that so what also is bitter? That whole statement that two words also has poisoned that whole conversation. So what we are being taught in these things, this, whether we take the definition of Islam that has been given in this Hadith Sharif, or the definition of Iman that has been given in this Hadith Sharif, these are things which are related to what anyone and everyone can see. The reality of Iman is inside the heart. Nobody can see that. The person who might be standing next to us also can't see it and the person who lives with us for hundred years also can't see it that's inside the heart but this new person is asking about what can I see about Iman and Islam I'll meet somebody I want to see Iman I deal with somebody I want to see Islam I live with somebody I want to see Iman and Islam I have any business dealings any social interaction whatever it may be I want to see I want to perceive, I want to live with those who I will see Iman in Islam in. So these are the characteristics that Nabi Saraswam is talking about. Now the first aspect was Tibul Kalam, sweet words. Just to understand that what a tremendous thing this is. The days of Hajj have passed us very shortly. A person who goes for Hajj, every person gives him du'a. Allah ta'ala grant a Hajj Makbul mabrur so this mabrur where it came from mabrur came from the very words of the hadith sharif Allah's nabi islam says al-hajjul mabrur laysa lahu jaza'un illa al jannah that the Hajjul mabrur the Hajj which is filled with virtue mabrur means it's a filled with bir virtue the virtuous acts then such a hajj, there's no reward and compensation for it but jannat. But the sahaba ikram weren't like us, that they took it upon themselves to decide, well, what is the virtue, anything and everything will do? They inquired, وَمَا بِرْرُّهَا يَا رَسُولَ Allah ta'ala give them jaza khair, that they opened up doors of, and oceans of knowledge for us, by means of the questions that they asked. So they inquired, what is the virtue of hajj? We know many, many things. What is the virtue of Hajj? So, Nabi gave three things as virtue of Hajj. The special virtue of Hajj. Those aspects which will fill this Hajj with birr and make it mabroor. Now, can it be imagined that a Haji, somebody goes for Hajj and doesn't perform his salah? Unfortunately, that too happens. As unimaginable as it is, in this Zamana, that too happens. A person goes for one farz and he breaks other farais. And sometimes a person is going for nafil, but on the way to is breaking the farais, and right in the Mubarak lands, he's breaking the farais also. So, that in, it, in reality is not something that could be understood or imagined. That a haji will miss salah, or somebody goes for haji he's going to make tawaf. Can't be imagined, he's not going to make tawaf. So, these things go without saying. But fill it with beer. What are you going to fill it with virtue? Nabi also mentions three things It'amut taam, feeding. Now, where's Hajj? Where is the reward of Hajj? And where is the amal of Hajj? First once in a lifetime. And Nabi alaihi is saying, You want to make it mabroor, you want to get that reward which is nothing but jannat, then feed. The second thing if Shaw Salam. Spread salam, make salam common. And the third thing, again we're talking about, like earlier we said, we gave the example, that if somebody says, the whole day I didn't speak one bitter word, every word that came out from my tongue was a sweet word, you might say, so what? <laughs> and here Nabi we're saying, the third thing, وَطِيبُ kalam, sweet words. You want to fill your hajj with virtue, and make it hajj mabroor, then sweet words. And these are the things that we give very, very little attention to. And sweet words, where will the sweet words be required? If somebody says something sweet to us already up front, then if he called us the sun, we're going to call him the full moon. But if somebody calls us something negative, now what kind of word will come out from us? Somebody did something negative. What kind of words will come out? Hazrat Anas radiallahu ta'ala says, that 10 years I remained in the khidmat of Rasulullah sallallahu 10 years. 10 years is not a small amount of time, not a short duration of time. 10 years. فَمَا قَالَ لِي Once also Nabi sallallahu didn't express his dissatisfaction by saying uff shay in faaltuhu, lima fa'altahu. And if I did something meaning out of place, obviously not something that broke the command of Allah Ta'ala. But something broke, something didn't get done the way it was supposed to have been done. Nabi Sasu never once reprimanded me why you did it like this. And if I didn't do something that had to be done in terms of the day-to-day chores or the khidmat, whatever the case is, not once in ten years asked me why you didn't do it. Now that is the tongue, sweet words only. If something was said, it was said with sweet words, kind words. Deen, Allah Ta'ala wants us, our first primary duty to make Allah Ta'ala happy. And the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. That's our primary duty. thats overarching over-arting, over-everything. Then Allah Ta'ala wants us to be happy and to make happy. Primary duty is to make Allah Ta'ala happy. In the displeasure of Allah Ta'ala, we cannot be pleasing anybody else that please others with the displeasure of Allah Ta'ala, that's not possible. But first and foremost, after having made Allah Ta'ala happy, that we do anything and everything within the limits of shariat, then Allah Ta'ala wants us to be happy and wants us to make happy also. How we will be happy? Then in the definition of iman, Nabi Islam said, or samaha, sabr." Person who has this quality of sabr, and together with that sugar, then such a person was happy. Person who is without sabr, then everything will be a misery for him. And if he doesn't have sugar, it will add the misery to him. So the one who has sabr and sugar in his life, the pain will be there, but the person without sabr, that pain will be multiplied many times. And the person who has sabr, he has this conviction, whatever has come, is from Allah Ta'ala, I must turn to Allah Ta'ala, and in the patience that I will observe, I will get Allah Ta'ala. Allah ma'as sabirin. Now that pain has already subsided. It's there, but from 10 it has come down to 5 already. So he's happier than what he was. And shukr, the na'mad that he had, he didn't even give any second thought to it, but now he's looking at one-one na'mad. Ya Allah, this too you granted me. Yalla, ya people are walking without shoes, I've got shoes to wear. Yalla, ya the people walking, I've got a vehicle to drive in. Yalla, ya there are people who are going to bed to, without food, ha- having eaten anything, you've given me something to eat. There are people living in shanties whose roofs got blown over. I still have a roof over my head. And he counts one, one na'mat of Allah Ta'ala. Yalla, ya there are people around me to take care of me. Have I appreciated that Ahmad? so when a person will make shukar for everything shukar for the people around him shukar for the family that he has many a times he regards anyone and everyone as a burden around him but imagine for a while that there is nobody around put yourself Allah ta'ala forbid in that situation suddenly there is nobody around then one will appreciate every person so the person who has sabr and shukar will stay happy himself and Allah Ta'ala wants us to make others happy also. khalus mu'min, One of the greatest others after the Farais, is to make the heart of a mu'min happy. And one very fundamental way with that, to do that tibul kalam, Sweet words. And bitter words, this is something which has been right in the Qur'an Sharif with the relationship of ch- children and parents. Allah Ta'ala says Wala taqul lahuma uffin. Don't even express any word to the extent of uff to your parents That's a word Allah Ta'ala wants us to use only sweet words there rather kamā rabbayānī Take dua for them Don't use even any bitter word there This word this tongue it can taste everything it can taste what is sweet it can taste what is sour it can taste what is bitter Allah Ta'ala has given such a great na'mat. It can taste something hot and something cold. Imagine for a moment the person loses the sense of taste. He's got no taste left. Now put anything in front of him. Where's the interest in eating it? Whether it's hot or cold, he doesn't know. Whether it is sweet or sour, he doesn't know. Whether it is uh, tasting of this flavor or that flavor, he has no difference. So eating will just merely be a job for him and a burden for him. But Allah Ta'ala gave us his tongue which can taste all these different things. He Gave us a tongue that can speak for a person to be deprived of this. What a world he lives in. Can't speak a word. Allah Ta'ala granted us his tongue. But now Allah Ta'ala placed responsibilities on that tongue also. tibul kalam speak sweet words, kind words, words that will mend hearts, words that will bring happiness in the hearts, words that will unite hearts. Because this one tongue can create havoc and this tongue can create that kind of bond and unity also which nothing else can create. This tongue can be a like an ointment, a balm for the heart. Hazrat Mufti Taqi Usmani Barakatuhum, in one of his discourses he mentions that one person was one day walking and he saw an old woman in one of the European countries, an old woman, she was carrying something with difficulty and battling along. So he went and he offered to carry it. So he carried it to her door and then he turned to leave. So an old woman, battling to carry it, he did this little service. And this is part of good character, part of akhlaq Obviously, well within the limits of shariat, this has to take place. So as he turned to leave, she said, "Look, you've done me a good favor, but can I ask you for one more favor?" So he asked, "What?" He's, so they have the like a callback system. You, the dial a certain way, then the Person who you're calling gets charged for the call. So He said, this is my number. You call me once a day in this manner. This call back, I'll pay for it. But call me once a day. So he said, for what? He said, no, just call me once a day, just like that. So He said, but what is the problem? Or is there some? He says, no, no. I have nobody that even calls me or does anything for me or anybody that even inquires about me. But this one call will keep me on hope. I'll wait for that, that... That call is going to counsel for me. And that will keep my entire day ticking. Now that one call this person is pining for, that somebody will just phone and say, how are you? you feeling okay? And they'll say, fine. And they'll put the phone down. But that one call will keep my 24 hours going with hope. Now that call will just be by saying something. It'll just be the use of the tongue. But that little use of the tongue was keeping or will keep somebody's 24 hours ticking, and the person will be living on the edge of hope. I'll be receiving a call from somebody. This is the, the tongue. And if that call was made, and in that call a person says something which was bitter, then that heart that was also already healing and getting made will shatter in a million pieces. The poet says that the wounds of, arrow, wounds of arrows, this will heal, this will heal someday. But the wounds of the tongue is very difficult to heal. Sharper than arrows. So Allah Taala wants us to use his tongue to heal, to make it sweet, very sweet. And this is part of Akhlaq. And this is that akhlaq that sometimes, as we mentioned, somebody calls us the sun, we'll call him the full moon. But akhlaq is where something is negative, the person reacts positively. That is akhlaq Otherwise this is just human nature. And if a person goes beyond, lower than that, that somebody deals with him in a nice way, says some sweet words to him, and he returns it with harsh words, then that is lower than human nature. That goes away down to the animal level. So akhlaq is where everything is done positively irrespective of what happened from the other side. Somebody we made salam to, he didn't reply to our salam. We still react positively. Somebody invited the whole town, he didn't invite us. We still meet him in the same cheerful manner. Somebody we proposed to, proposed his daughter or for his, somebody in his family. And there was a negative response. That doesn't make now the end of the world with the relationship with this person. Hazrat Salman he sends Abu Darda that please take this proposal to a certain house for me. So he takes a proposal, he goes along, he knocks on the door, they call him in and then he presents a proposal to the father that I have brought the proposal of my brother Salman. So they make some mashwara and they say, look, we don't have any intention of getting our daughter married to Salman, but if you are interested, we'll get her married to you. So he thought about it, that he came and proposed on behalf of Salman ad but they've already made it very clear that that is not something that they're intending to do at all. So that is already ruled out. So now that is ruled out, now they have proposed to him, so he gave it a thought, and he said, very well. So the nikah took place there and there. Whoever was in the household was called. And there and there that nuknika took place. Now he comes out of the house. And he comes back to Hazard Salman Apparently to report on what is the response for his proposal. But now again look at the tongue. That Imagine ourselves in this situation that how the tongue can make or break the situation. And the chances are 9 out of 10 our tongue would break it. Our tongue would poison it. Our tongue would make it so sour and so bitter that forget the tongue, we won't be able to come face to face with the person ever again. As Abu Dardana comes and he says, Oh Salman, I'm, I don't know what to tell you. He says, what do you mean you don't know what to tell me? He says, this is what happened. I went, I took your proposal, but then they discussed it and they said they have no intention of getting her married to, uh, to you. Then they proposed to me. And I got married. Now the tongue, something now, there's a response being awaited. He's going to, now waiting for him to say something. What does he say? He says, you don't have anything to be embarrassed about. I'm feeling embarrassed. That that person who Allah Ta'ala had written for you, why did my mind go to her? Now what does this statement do to the hearts of these two people? What does this statement do to the families of these two people? Now it is the word, it is one statement. A statement can either bond those hearts and make those two hearts one. Or that statement can split one heart into a million pieces. It's a statement, it's a word. Now what a critical moment this was. The wrong statement here could have created havoc. But this wonderful, beautiful words, which... Centuries later, 1400 years later, we taking inspiration from this statement. Tibul Kalam. Sweet words. So, this great na'mat of this tongue Allah t'ala gave us is to earn the akhirat with this, by means of this akhlaq. And as we mentioned, this akhlaq means that we take the pressure on ourselves for somebody else's happiness. Unfortunately, nowadays we'll put pressure on everybody else for our happiness. We take the taklif on ourselves for others' comfort. Now, One is that for my comfort and convenience, I will park in such a way that will block everybody else, but it will make it comfortable for me. And the other is, I will park at some point which is fine, it won't cost anybody taklif, but I should take a little bit of extra longer walk. Now what is the akhlaq that I will display at that time? Make it comfortable for myself? Doesn't matter if anybody else is inconvenienced, it is in somebody's driveway, or it is blocking the entrance, or it is going to make it difficult for somebody to pass along that road because it's parked in such a way. Now, Akhlaq will demand that I take the takli for myself and make it comfortable for everybody else. Not just out on the road, but it starts off within the four walls of the home. Starts within the four walls of the home. As they always the common statement, charity begins at home. This is actually the meaning of a hadith sharif. And charity with words, the kind words, this is also sadaqah. والكلمة Allah's Nabi ﷺ says that the good word, the sweet word, the kind word, this is sadaqah also. In one hadith, Hazrat Jabir ibn Usaim He comes to Nabi sallam, and he says, I'ah, Oh, Nabi of Allah sallallahu give me some advice. So Allah's Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam says, The tongue, don't ever swear at anybody. Don't ever curse anyone. Now, this was the Sahaba Ikram. One statement, one statement from Nabi sallallahu and this was something which was a common thing that people would just curse, etc. He says ever since and i came and I asked for this advice and nabi sallallahu said don't ever curse anyone don't ever swear at anyone he says ma hurran wala abdan wala shatan wala ba'iran i never ever swore at any free person let alone a free person even a slave who people never thought of anything of swearing a slave but after this i never swore a slave forget a slave i didn't even swear an animal also then nabi sallallahu said to him ولا تَحْقِرَنَّ مِّنَا الْمَعْرُوفِ Don't ever regard any good thing as trivial. Any good action, don't ever regard it as trivial. Then, further Nabi Wasallam said to him, that if you meet your brother, إِلَيْهِ وَجْهَكَ فَإِنَّ ذَٰلِكَ الْمَعْرُوفِ You meet your brother with a smile, cheerfully. That too is a virtuous act. Don't regard it as trivial. Don't regard it as trivial. Now what is this all about? We spoke about earlier. Allah wants us to be happy to make happy. A person meets somebody with a happy face, makes that person feel happy. But if the person suddenly comes home and he walks in as if the whole day in the shop, in the office, wherever he was, he was eating lemons the whole day. So now he comes in with that face. What does it do to the heart of the people of the house? whereas allah's nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam always entered the home smiling made salam came in cheerfully now, this is the akhlaq of a mu'min and this is the thing which nabi sallallahu further in this very hadith al amr ibn abasa radiyallahu anhu that ayyul imani khair which is the most distinguishing characteristics of iman after these things we have mentioned nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam says husnul khuluq. of all the things of iman the highest category is of husnul khuluq good character and this is what in one hadith Nabi Sahasan says, Akmalul iman Imanan, Ahsanuhum khuluqa. The most perfect Iman is of that person who has the best character. And the best character, as we explained, is to take the difficulty of others and give good. But to do it also cheerfully. Sometimes a person, he might make sabr, which is a part of good character, akhlaq. But how he will make sabr? So maybe he might, that same lemons that he ate the whole day, that face he will make, and then he will say, I won't say a word, I'm making sabr. <laughs> now that sabr itself will be something that everybody will have to make sabr about. <laughs> so that's not akhlaq. That is not the character that Nabi Islam is teaching us. Allah's Nabi Salaam is teaching us that akhlaq which brings happiness to the heart of the next person. That brings a cheer in the heart of the next person. And the people closest to us, our parents, our children, the wife, the husband, then the family around, the brothers and sisters. But these are the people that first are entitled to this, and then everybody else. So this is the very, very distinguishing aspects of Iman and Islam. Allah Nabi Wasallam is teaching us Mal Islam, Tibul Kalam. It'am And mal iman. What is Iman? السَّبْرُ Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq Inshallah. on some other occasion we will discuss this further. But this one lesson, let us take this one lesson and go with this one lesson. As we mentioned right at the beginning, that these little discussions, the niyat is that we bring this in our lives. Just that we get together, we say something, we listen something, and then وَمَا balagh. We did our job, we heard, we spoke, and... But that was it. No, we need to take something along. We need to take something, live it, whatever we have spoken, whatever we have heard, make it a part of our life. We start off somewhere. We start passing on these sweet words. And thinking before we say something, what is going to be the effect of this? Sometimes it's a very, very healthy exercise. Very healthy exercise. That a person tries to make mental notes or even physical notes, hard copy notes of the statements that a person made to others. I said this to my father today, said this to my mother today, this statement to the wife, this statement to the husband, The statement to the employee, and whoever and whatever, whole lot of things, we jot it down. And then after I sit around with it and put ourselves on the other end now. And speak that to ourselves. Imagine now the roles are reversed. I am now the old father and this is now my son speaking to me and the same words that I said to my father now my old father who I spoke to in that manner now I am that 95 year old person and I have that bad cough and I am a little irritable and I am now with all the other things that go along with age so now speak the same words to myself and see how nicely I feel about it. How soothing I feel it in the heart. Let us reverse the roles. This is what I just said. I'm the wife. I'm the wife. I made that mistake. And now I'm saying to somebody is saying to me that you're so dumb you don't know one thing in how to do one thing straight. How cheerful I feel about it. How nice I feel that I'm being spoken to like this. I'm the employee and I made the mistake I did it wrong now I'm being spoken to like this in that vulgar languages and whatever else goes with it and now how lovely I feel about it it's obvious that nobody feels good about it just as we won't feel good about it others around us are not feeling good about it but Allah tala may have given us some little authority over others Allah Taala put us in some position where Others feel to some extent obliged to listen to whatever we say and they can't retaliate, they can't uh, return the sweet words that we are saying. So we take advantage of that situation, then we should be afraid that these things turn around also sometimes. One day we are going to be 95 years old also. One day the wheel turns around and things change. So we need to give what we want to get. As we like to be dealt with, we should deal with others. Allah ta'ala, give me also the tawfiq, give all of us a tawfiq. Allah ta'ala, sweeten our tongues, sweeten our words, sweeten our hearts from which the sweet words emanate. Allah ta'ala, grant us the tawfiq of fulfilling all the commands of deen and beautify us with the noble akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Wa akhir da'wana Alhamdulillah. Set the root
0: وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرة يا ربي صلِّ وسلِّمَ إِمَن أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزاه الله عن نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. Inna <Sings> lla, la ilaha ha. la La ilaha illallah la ilaha la محمد الرسول الله صل الله تبارك و عَلَيْه علیہ وسلم ہو جائے میرا دل ایک میدانے ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو تو ہی تو غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو और मेरे तन में बजाए आबो दर्दे दिल हो दर्दे दिल हो दर्दे दिल नफ्सो शैतान दोनों ने मिलकर हाय किया है मुझको तबाह ऐ मेरे मौला मेरी मदद कर चाहता हूं मैं तेरी पनाह مجھ خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار نامہ سیاہ تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یا رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے آخر ورد لا الہ الا الله لا الہ الا اللہ لا La ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah la 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 ilaha illallah 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 rasulullah sallallahu tbaraka wa taala alayhi wa sallam الل اللہ, اللہ ک س پیارا نامه آاشقو کا مینا اور جا ہے اللہ اللہ کے عیسیٰ پیارا نامه آاشقو کا مینا اور جا ہے ہےیں نبُود۔, راز را غیر خدا محرم نبود Ah rajus ah samahamdam nabood raze ra gayre khuda mihram nabood. Elahi ee banda ra ruswa makun man peyda makun. Elahi ee banda ra ruswa man peyda हर तमन्ना दिल से रुखसत हो गईं अब तो आ जा अब तो खلوत हो गईं हर तमन्ना दिल से रुखसत हो गईं अब तो आ जा अब तो हो गईं मिटा दे अपनी को محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم. <تصفيق> اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله. اللهم لا nafsik, عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك. يز الله نبينا محددا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله. ربنا ولمنا أنفسا وإن لم تخف لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين. رب وتجاوز ما تعلم إنك أنت the الأكرم ربنا توفنا مسلمين وألحقنا بالشهداء one غير خزايا ولا نداما ولا مفتونين اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان the على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان. رَبَّنَا هَبْ لَنَا مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَّاتِنَا قُرَّةَ أَعْيُنٍ وجعلنا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا وجعلنا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا وجعلنا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا وَاكْفِرْ عَنَّا سَيِّئَاتِنَا وَتَوَفَّنَا مَعَ الْأَبْرَارِ رَبَّنَا وَآتِنَا مَا وَعَدتَّنَا عَلَى رُسُلِكَ وَلَا تُخْزِنَا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ إِنَّكَ لَا تُخْلِفُ الْمِيعَادَ
1: forgive all our major and minor sins ya Allah illahu forgive the sins we have committed deliberately ya Allah but we committed by mistake forgive it ya Allah Allah commit the sins of the night ya Allah forgive the sins of the day ya Allah Ilahul Alamin <inaudible> Allah forgive us from head to toe ya Allah Ilahul <inaudible> Alamin forgive our families ya Allah forgive our friends and relatives ya Allah Ilahul <inaudible> Alamin forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam <inaudible> you make us your pious servants ya Allah Ilahul <inaudible> Alamin make us your obedient servants ya Allah Ilahul Alamin <inaudible> let every limb and organ of our body be in your obedience ya Allah Ilahul Alamin <inaudible> let our words say the sweet words our tongue say the sweet words ya Allah Ilahul Alamin <inaudible> sweeten our hearts ya Allah sweeten our tongues Allah, let us listen to that which you are pleased with. Ya Allah, let us look at that which you are pleased with. Ya Allah, let us say that which you are pleased with. Ya Allah. <questioning in doubt> let us think that which you are pleased with, Ya Allah. la <questioning> min, <doubt> our, <ingenuity> our hearts are filled with filth, Ya Allah. la min, purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your love and muhabbat, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your zikr, Ya Allah. la <questioning> min, <doubt> full our hearts with good thoughts, Ya Allah. la min, full our hearts with the well-wishing of every person, Ya Allah. la <questioning> min, <doubt> full our hearts with the mercy to maintain, Ya Allah. la min, full our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah for the love of Deen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah fill our hearts with the love of the effort of Deen Ya Allah. la min, let us be allah forever in your obedience allah Illahuulalin save us from all the fitna and fasad ya Allah. Illahu Alameen save us from the distractions of nafs and Shaitan, Ya Allah. Illahu la you protect us, Ya Allah. Allah, you protect our families, Ya Allah. Protect our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Illahu protect the entire ummat of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa sallam. Ya Allah, wherever the ummat is in suffering, Ya Allah, remove their hardships and suffering, Ya Allah. Illahu la those who are without food, give them food to eat, Ya Allah. Illahu la those who are without clothing, give them clothes to wear, Ya Allah. Those who are suffering oppression, remove the oppression from them, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat to one and all, ya Allah. Allah, grant afiyat to one and all, ya Allah. Allah, unite the hearts of the ummati, ya Allah. Allah, unite the hearts of the ummati, ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who are sick, give shifa kamila, ajila, mustamira, daima. Give him kulli, ya Allah Al-Amin, give barakat in his life, Ya Allah. Keep his shadow over us for a long time with sihat and afiyat, Ya Allah. Allah Ya Allah, all those who are in any kind of difficulty, remove their hardships and difficulty, Ya Allah. Ya Allah al Allah, at the time of our death, take us with the kalima, La ilaha Allah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Allah, 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 Allah take us with kamil, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us at the time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Allah al Allah, make our gardens of for us, ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the of Rasool Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul alamin give us jannatul those without any reckoning ya allah all those who have passed away from our families from the entire ummah ilahul alamin fill their qabur with nur ya allah alamin give them the high stages in the akhirat ya allah alamin grant us the best of dunya and the best of akhirat ya allah alamin ya allah you the know the know of the unseen ya allah Allah fulfill the pious wishes of each person that is present, Ya Allah. Allah, all those that are listening, fulfill all their pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Allah, fulfill each one's needs from your grave, Ya Allah. Allah, remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Allahu alamin Ya Allah, remove all our ailments, Ya Allah. Allah, remove each one's ailments, Ya Allah. Allah, remove our physical ailments also, Ya Allah. Allah, purify of our spiritual ailments also, Ya Allah. Allahu alamin make us yours, Ya Allah. You become ours, Ya Allah. Allah, make us ours and become ours, Ya Allah. al-Alamin, we have you, we have everything, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we don't have you, we have nothing, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you become ours, Ya Allah. Allah'u ala'lamin Ya Allah, all the good that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa asked for. Ya Allah, we are begging for all that good as well, Ya Allah. Give your Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sought refuge from. Ya Allah, give us protection as well, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nasaluka min khayri maa sa'alaka min hunabiyuka wa habibuka seyyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min shari mastaaadaka min hunabiyuka wa habibuka seyyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Antal mustaan wa alayka alaagh. Wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-aliy al-az